<sighs> yes, I understand the gravity of the situation. Oh, no, sir. That was not meant to be a pun on your current predicament. Could you just hold on for one second, please? April, time to get to work. That cruise boat's going to be here in a second. It's not due for another 12 seconds. You could take that leisure time to clear some data pads off your console. I have a system. I know where everything is. This is for manifest registration. This is for keeping track of which bays are occupied. Oh, crap. They're here. Uh, talk to them. I got a shuttle full of Terran 5 show cats that just lost artificial gravity. No, 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 sir. I was not aware litter boxes lose efficiency in zero-g environments. Thank you for choosing Pseudopolis Station for your travel needs. Please state your official designation and any special docking references you might require. Greetings, Waypoint Station PS3U. I am official ISA designation CCL Bacchanal. I require an extended docking collar as per stated on our flight itinerary filed one week prior. Thank you. Yeah. Why even give a ship the ability to talk if it's going to sound like an idiot? Dumb ship got you down. We're in a hunk of metal constantly falling through the inky blackness, kept alive only by every technological advancement humankind could muster. I'm always down, Tiff. Ugh, yeesh, go install some more RAM or whatever the computer version of drinking coffee is. Pseudopolis, this is Captain Wittershins of the CCL Bacchanal. We're on schedule and need to dock. Ah, Captain Wittershins, good morning. At the moment, Pseudopolis only has two cargo docking pylons your size, and they're both currently occupied. In the meantime, I could set up a shuttle service to bring your guests to one of our fine shopping centers. My passengers are perfectly fine staying on board. No need for a shuttle service. Metal of nowhere way stations aren't on the CCL guest itinerary. We are intimately aware of that. Shut up. Understood, sir, but that doesn't undock one of the two ships who got here first. The company filed for access to a docking pylon to refuel at 1450 on this day over a month ago. It's 1455 and we're still sitting here! Send out some drones and set up a cargo pass-through with one of the docked ships. Do something, station control! <laughs> of course, Captain. It should be done in just a few minutes. They just have to make sure there aren't any cats floating in the cargo area. Say again, Pseudopolis? I'll get you fueled up as soon as possible, Bacchanal. While we're doing so, I do wish to reiterate that we offer a free shuttle service that could take your passengers to one of our three shopping promenades. I don't care how many trinkets and filthy restaurants you've packed into your little backwater station, ma'am. You're not on the itinerary as a destination! Ah. Uh, yes, sir. Remote pilot connection is successful. I'm surrounded by idiots! Course 2, docking collar 3, laid in. Do you wish to accept? Could we cool it down with the sly insults when the mic is open with a big client, April? Course accepted. Or, alternately, you could trust the sentient artificial being keeping the ship operating while carrying on 50 conversations simultaneously to mute your mic when making said sly comments. TSG Long Haul requesting docking permission. You out there, Tiff? TSG Long Haul hailing for docking instructions. Ugh, come on, April. The ice out routine again? It's not my fault you were taken off docking duty. 
Well, if it isn't Long Haul Earl, what trouble are you up to out here? Well, the usual. Got a few tons of synth meat that need a fridge to call home. Uh, sounds tasty. I mean, sure, it's flavorless and uh, has the texture of cardboard if not cooked right. But in the right hands, sizzles like a dream, I tell you. Who could resist such a good sizzle? Hang tight, Earl. I'll get you sorted shortly. Course two, docking pylon four, laid in. Do you wish? Sure would have been easier to plot that course without pads falling left and right. Har har. Course two, docking pylon three, laid in. Do you wish to enforce accepted? CCL Balkanol on final approach. I mean, I can't help it that most pilots prefer a personal touch. It's just in human nature to prefer a person on the other end of the line, you know? Station Control, my navigator's saying there's a cargo vessel on a similar course to ours. Um, Bacchanal and Long Haul both on approach to Pylon 3. Hey, Tiff, that, uh, big-ass cruise ship is looking a little... big-assier in my view screen than usual. I mean, you said it yourself. You're talking to, like, 50 people at the same time. Why make such a big deal out of me taking one of those people out of the equation? Proximity alarm. Sudafless, what the hell is going on? Collision course, Tiff. Ah, yes, let me alarm. just find that emergency stop Proximity button. Alarm. Proximity alarm. Proximity oh, stop, 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 stop. Radar shows they didn't actually, like, hit, hit each other. In my defense... The emergency stop button was yellow. Nobody would look for a yellow emergency stop button. They're always red. That's a fundamental rule. What? I have a system. I know where everything is. Okay, you know what? Touche. Oh, hey, Earl. You okay out there? I'm okay. Hell, I'm doing great. It smells fantastic in here. <laughs> All right, you hang tight there for a second. I'll get you squared away. Nothing from the Bacchanal. Perhaps they're still peeling themselves off the front bulkhead. Damage report. Buffets on decks 4, 5, and 6 are down to 88% capacity. You fools spilled vodka on my swimsuit. <laughs> what if it stains? That's a company-provided swimsuit that comes with your suite. And last time I checked, vodka is a clear liquid. It's still my swimsuit. And the Grand Margarita Fountain is reporting significant tequila loss. Okay, well, that's not good. Obviously, this human touch makes the docking process so much smoother. Standard Docking Procedure, Episode 1, Space Stakes. Reagan, you wanted some- What the hell was that with the Bacchanal? Whoa, way to jump to the point. Couldn't I at least have a chance to sweet talk you down from being pissed off? I could scare up a box of that chocolate you like, or- 40 tons. Oof, okay, that is a lot of chocolate. I actually might need a few weeks to kind of figure out- I don't want chocolate, Tiff. Reagan, we were college roommates for four years. I think we both know that's a lie. 
Do you know how screwed I am with this collision situation you've caused? See, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say something like the long haul, which amounts to some cargo containers with a pilot's cabin strapped to the front, didn't do much more than a scrape on the paint on a cruise liner the size of a small city. <sighs> April, would you pull up a projection of the two ships at the moment of impact? Of course. Also, hello to you, Humphrey. Hello, April. Whoa, okay, where did you come from? I've been in this room for the last hour. I work here. Uh-huh, all right. Anyway, this is ridiculous, Reagan. Look, long haul's a fraction of the size, and it's a glancing blow at best. Look at the dorsal line at the Bacchanal. What's right by the back half of the long haul? Hmm, a, uh, big decorative hole? I would think someone who has taken their flight exam seven times- Six, okay, that one time where the instructor carelessly spilled coffee on themselves shouldn't count. You are attempting a low-speed docking wall upside down. <laughs> still. Focus. The question still remains. What happens with maneuvering thrusters when an emergency stop is ordered? The thrusters fire to stop the ship. Toasty. You've been on shift for 20 minutes and have managed to flash fry 40 tons of meat with a ship's thruster. That's a thing I have to deal with now. All right, I gotta say, that was an unexpected consequence to the situation. Well, expect it now, because as Pseudopolis' chief of station relations... <laughs> okay, you really, really need to get that title changed. Give her the pad, Humphrey, please and thank you. Here you go. I swear he wasn't here when I walked in. Where did you come from? Avidon 4, originally. He's been standing there this whole time, Tiff. He's my new assistant. It's kind of his job to be in here. Mm, have you? Yep. How could you not see him? April has to run this entire station, and even then they took the time to acknowledge his presence. Attention all personnel, a sick burn has just taken place in Chief Ganymede's office. Reagan is now 12th in the dunking competition. He works here. He works here. Doing what? I'm the new assistant to Miss Ganymede to better help her fulfill her duties as head of station relations. That sure was a lot of words you just said. That was word for word the official job description. I'm impressed. I aim to please. Also, is there somewhere I should look when addressing you, April? Most people just incline their head a few degrees and talk to the ceiling. The important thing is to break eye contact with everyone else in the room to avoid confusion. I keep a toy robot on my console to talk to. Please, Tiff, just log into the damn data pad. I've got other things to do today. Log in is successful. What's this for? That pad has a direct line to the station's inventory. The fine people of Pseudopolis just purchased the, um, pre-prepared meat from Earl. Since it was technically our fault, a significant portion of his cargo was rendered effectively useless, since it'll spoil before the week is out. Well, isn't that generous of Pseudopolis? How much did that run the station? You know your yearly salary? About ten times that. Oh boy. Low, appreciative whistle indeed. That's why I had Humphrey set up that pad with a storefront. Any business owner on the station can easily purchase our unique offering. It's effectively the cheapest cooked food in several light years. Ooh, that is still a hell of a lot of commodity to move in less than a week. I agree. That's why I'm offloading it on you. 
Humphrey will shadow you to learn the lay of the station a bit more. <laughs> awesome. I've got a partner with skin for once. Mm, I could have skin. Please never say that or anything like it again. All right. Time to save the universe, Humpho. By selling meat. Eh, well, that'll save my universe. Come on, let's hit up the finest dining establishment on the station. Carloni's bound to help us out. No can do, Tiff. Carloni, come on. I like you, Tiff. You put away more cubes than anyone else on this station, but what am I supposed to do with all this synth meat? I have my full stock for the month already. But, but, your stock and trade is pizza. A food celebrated for topping diversity. Synth meat can become anything you want it to be with enough seasoning. Well, and the right molds. No, 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 Wong, chop finer, like this. Wait, all of this is going to become pizza? It looks more like a factory. I take it he's new. Mm-hmm, yep. This is all to make 3D pizza. Turns out all you need to perfect pizza is five years of college in a completely unrelated field, ten years of tireless work as a civil engineer, and one really weird drug trip. It took me two years of research alone to nail down the perfect sauce-to-cheese ratio that would bind to a crust and stay in cube form. These are fascinating. It is a marvel of engineering, truly, Carlonia beautiful. But I feel like we're losing sight of the fact that I've got a line on some cheap synth steak. Grown on Gleese 548, a quality product. Gleese, huh? Well, ah, synth steak takes too long to do properly. I would have to buy a bigger grill top just to keep up with demand. Okay, but what if I told you this steak was pre-prepared and cooked in the most unique way? Flash broiled by the thrusters of one of the most lavish ships flying today. One could argue they're inherently intriguing steaks. Intriguing? All right, I'll give it a shot. I'll take 20. Tons? Pounds. Ah. Order placed. Ah, don't beat yourself up. We might sell out, and if it's a hit, I might be back for a few dozen more. Also, hey, quiet kid. Have a cube on the house. It smells so inviting. <sighs> Thanks, Carloni. All right, just 1,980 pounds to go. So cheesy, so much sauce, yet so structurally sound. This is everything I've ever wanted in a foodstuff. Okay, what the hell did they have you eating on Abadan for? Decidedly less fun cubes of nutritional jelly. Try Carloni's 3D pizza today. It's cubular. Well, welcome to the real world, my dude. The food's delicious, horrible for you, and you get the pleasure of eating it in a place that used to be filled with animal dung and kudzu. What? Yeah, dude, the three spinny things we call promenades were originally just giant greenhouses designed to grow the worst tasting, but easiest to grow plant humanity has ever had the misfortune of farming in space. You'd be waist deep in crap right now if it was about 30 years ago. I thought the way stations were just giant gas factories constantly generating fuel from raw materials. Yeah, but... People need fuel, too. Are you gonna eat that? No. <laughs> Coward. I believe we've lost track of our prime directive here. Uh, prime directives are for lazy people who only play by the rules. Also, I eat when stressed, so, um... So you grifted me out of free food to fuel your thinking process? Maybe. But now I need somewhere to percolate. 
Where does one go to percolate on Pseudopolis? Ah, uh, come on, I'll show you. Will Tiff and Humphrey be able to offload all that simmering meaty goodness? Why are they talking about us? Will Reagan ever find the scumbag who stole her sandwich from the commissary? Wait, hold up. Someone stole Reagan's sandwich and it wasn't me this time? Oh, wait. That's not this episode. Episode? Oh, no. Is this one of those awkward fourth wall-breaking things? You bet your space ass it is. Wait, hold on. If reality is a lie, I can do whatever I want. For at least as long as this plug lasts, yes. Tip away! My word! Wow! She managed to both get naked and steal from several market stalls in an impressively short amount of time. What are you gonna get back here with that? Just because reality's an illusion doesn't mean I don't have bills to pay. Standard docking procedure needs your help to become a reality. For more information and a line on some sweet, exclusive items, such as your very own Pseudopolis Station ID card or a papercraft model of one of Carloni's pizza cubes, check out DockingPod.com support and tell your friends about the show. Space Stakes Part 1 was written and produced by myself, Gavin Gaddis, and voiced by the following beautiful people. Vin Ernst as April, Julia Shafini as Tiff, Stephanie Arata as Reagan, Ty Coker as Humphrey, Luke Alfonso as Earl, Graham Rowett as Captain Widdershins, Esby Stiegel as the Bacchanal, David McGuff as Carloni, and Lee Davis Thalborn and Lisette Alvarez as background tourists. The show's artwork was done by the very talented Victoria Watkins. You can find more of their work at starstarparty.com. The intro and outro music is Running With Wise Fools, written and performed by Krakatoa. You can find them at www.krackatoa.com. For a full transcript of this episode, more information about the voice actors, or information about the crowdfunding campaign that's coming up on December 30th, head to DockingPod.com. Thank you for listening.